Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Big Deal with Olivia and Riley. Today, as a special treat and a bit of an apology for leaving you guys for a bit longer than we had originally anticipated, we have not one but two guests on the podcast today. Both of our moms are here. So hello to my mom, Miss Bernadette, and Olivia's mom, Miss Dana. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and we figured that, you know, with the new year coming up, first of all, Happy almost one year anniversary of the big deal, um, but we figured we'd leave you guys with some advice that they have, some lessons they've learned, and just some some good tips to go into the new year with. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Yes. Today we have our moms on the podcast for the first time ever, so welcome Miss Bernadette and Miss Dana. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So today... We just kind of wanted to talk about three things that you would tell your younger self that you think the audience should hear. The things that I would tell my younger self are the things that I did myself that worked. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're the things that I still say today. Um, and for me, I would say that, um, and I follow this today, and I tell my girls and my nieces this all the time, is that you only have one life. And that you want to make sure you don't have any regrets. And um, a lot of times I will, you know, you might be afraid to try something. And you might think, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. Or, no, I don't want to go to this party. Or, no, I don't want to do this. But you, maybe you should say yes instead of saying no. Because you don't want to have any regrets about what you might have missed out on. Whether it was something for fun or something in life for a job or something in school. Say yes more than you say no. Mm-hmm that makes sense mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. what people say nowadays with doing it for the plot yeah. someone has um, a poster of that in her room where it says do it for the plot and it's like a saying now where people like that's that's the new YOLO yeah do it for the plot do it for the plot I've never heard that I haven't, you haven't? really no oh I hear it all the time now yeah well, I'm sorry you heard to, to say yes and versus no but mm. So like if like you're saying always say yes and or if you hear somebody who has an idea instead of say no no but mm-hmm. that won't work you could say yes and mm-hmm. and always that keeps the ball that keeps the thought moving forward especially for you guys when you start you know getting into school and having kind of coming to the fork in the road mm-hmm. um, the first thing that came to mind for me was and Olivia and Mia have heard this a lot is to pay attention to those gut reactions Mm. Um, they're there for a reason um, and we all have them and sometimes we ignore them and then think back on them and go oh my gosh I knew I knew something was off or um, but also positively you guys are going to come in contact with a lot of great people and that first impression is is such an important thing Um, and then also you know my grandma used to tell me this. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. And I know that sounds judgy. No, you're right. But we all have that. We all have that gut instinct for a reason. Um, and typically, again, when you meet new people, you know, when they show you who they are, chances are that's that's who they are. Um, so so always believe that and follow and, your gut. And for the good and the bad, I have a really good example. So when I was in PA school, one of my study buddies, we would study late, you know, 1, 2 a.m. in the library, and uh, we would leave together and then drop each other off um, or separate. And one night we had gone separate, 
and Erin, who was a girlfriend of mine, had pulled into her apartment complex and she thought she saw a shadow in the corner of her car and she's parked next to a, um, like a garbage thing. And her gut reaction was, I, I swear I felt something, I saw something, it doesn't feel right. And she was going to get out of her car, but she didn't. Instead, she locked her door and she drove off and she went over to our other friend's house and spent the night there. And a girl was raped mm-hmm. that night in the apartment complex around the same time that this happened. So she had a gut reaction that something was wrong. She didn't know, but she sensed it and she followed her gut. That's the story I was thinking about how she was saying that. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll never forget that, you know, because it could have been her. And, you know. and I feel like it's like that with relationships, too. Like, I know when I met your dad, I felt, like, really strong that he was the one. He was such a good person. And before that, I had never had that gut reaction before. And I feel mm-hmm. like you have to listen to that, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll have signals. I can remember being on dates with guys and just being like, "This is a, I'm a little scared. I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time. And my gut was telling me, and I'm like, no, stick around. And then things got worse and worse. I'm like, how did I get in this situation? Yeah. I need to get out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should have listened to my gut. Because mm-hmm. it usually is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the little things, too. And recently for Olivia's birthday, when you got her the, um, the wind chimes. Oh, yeah. She was she was so blown away by it. She was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you noticed that when you guys were at Soda City. Those little things are, like, that's really, that's really genuine. So. And it makes it, it makes, <laughs> seriously, those, I, are, I those are the things to notice. Right, yeah. It, you have an effect on somebody mm-hmm. when they feel listened and they feel special. I think that's really, <laughs> I, think, I feel like that's really important. Yeah. And notes. Handwritten mm-hmm. notes, people who write, your friend Sophie, um, those things are really cool. Yeah. It's rare. Basically, me and one of my friends from Girl State, we, I don't know, like, pen pal isn't a really, isn't really a thing anymore, and so instead of, like, texting to keep in touch, because, like, that's just so fast, and you'll run out of things to talk about, mm-hmm. we just send notes back and forth, and it takes forever. Literally forever, I think. She, like, texted me one time. She was like, hey, did you see my letter? I was like, yeah, I just sent you another one. And it had been, like, three weeks, and it still had not gotten to her. But it's always fun to go to the mailbox and get And see that something's you know? for you, especially, like, when it, you're our age and, like, you don't really yeah. get a lot of mail except from colleges or, I don't know, some, something that you kind of <clears throat> don't care about. To, but to see it's, like, from your friend, that's always exciting. So then I do that, too. Oh, that is fun. Except for the mail doesn't make it to her. (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. It just kind of comes back to us. (laughs) Oh, really? There was one one time over the summer where I sent her a letter. I sent it in, like, July. And I was like, did you forget that letter I sent Uh you? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, that's so weird. And then literally in, like, it just came back in, like, maybe November or October to me. It took three months to come back. To make its way back from Charleston to me because it never got delivered. Because I I had, like, one number wrong in the zip code. And I was like... Do they really not know where Charleston is? If you put it in your mailbox out front, it takes a lot longer than if you drive mm-hmm. to, like, the little blue box by Rushes or yeah. one of those things you Usually, can just drop like, in. it gets delivered quick. I don't know why it took so long to get back to me, though. And I want to circle back because I think Dana was really spot on with follow your gut because your gut, even in college, like, for your majors and what you want to try, I think you need to do that more. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, you know, you have that message from your parents that, Maybe you think something is what you're supposed to be doing, but your gut is telling you maybe you should go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Like I experienced that, um, and that yeah. it's okay. You're, they say the average person has over three careers or job changes, maybe even up to five. So, 
you know, try something that maybe your gut's telling you to try. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I was going to say, mm -hmm. how, did, how did you decide you wanted to go into PA school? I don't think I know that oh, story. Oh, I don't know. Kind of just came up with it. <laughs> yeah. no, I think I wanted, I really wanted to go to medical school, but I was a little old. I was in my 30s. So I was taking all that. You remember, I had an engineering degree, and I had to get all the prerequisites, which is a lot. I didn't have any biology, microbiology, or any chemistry, anatomy, physiology. So I was already out of college with a master's, and it took me five years to do all these prerequisites. So I was going towards medical school, and I had taken them MCATs. And in my job, I happened to meet a PA, and I never met a PA before. And I shadowed her for a few hours, and, she, and on a whim, I kind of applied to one PA school. And I thought, well, if I'll get in, maybe it's meant to be. But it's been a really good career. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't have any regrets. I really like what I'm doing. Especially being a mom. It's been great, yeah. I mean, I've been able to, yeah. you know, work when I wanted to work. And I work a little bit too much right now, but usually it's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what was my other one? Oh, I think I, I said it in the kitchen earlier. Um, just because someone tells you no, no does not mean no. Um, and my example was, was that, um, and this is kind of circling back to PA school, um, when I was in engineering school, I didn't really feel like engineering was the right thing for me, but I didn't know anything about engineering. I had gone to a guidance counselor and I had talked to her about medical school. What do you think of this? Um, do you think I'll get in? And she said, no, I don't think you're going to get in. <laughs> This, this was when I was young. I was maybe twenty years old, and so somebody really shaped my my they they shaped my thought process of okay, she doesn't think I'm going to get in, so I probably won't get in, so I shouldn't try to get in, so I should continue on and go to graduate school with this engineering degree. What my gut was telling me, I probably didn't really want to be an engineer way back then. So it took me ten years to follow my gut back to medicine. Mm -hmm. So if I listened to Dana and <laughs> my gut, and then didn't let a counselor, you know, so many people think they know better than you do. Right. Yeah. So, you know, just because someone says no, you don't always have to listen to them. You can say yes and. Yes, <laughs> yes and. And that goes for trying other things, too. If somebody invites you, you know, to do something and you say, no, I'm busy, or no, I don't want to do something, you know, maybe, maybe you want to say yes instead, or try something new, yes, mm -hmm. instead of no. That reminds me, Coach Bainham, she's the one that does our adventure club, and she was telling me when I was talking to her about college, she was telling me about, like, a student that she knew or something like that, or one of her friends that went to, like, one of those higher-level, like, Ivy League-type schools, and she said she was talking to her, and she was like, well, who told you that you could get into one of those schools, that you could go to one of those schools? And she was like, it wasn't who told me, it was who never told me I couldn't. That's right. That's very powerful. Right, yeah, right. that's great. And the things that I look back on, that I still remember to this day are the, the times I said yes instead of no. It's the things I did that made me a stronger person or have more fun or meet new people because I said yes. So mine is what others think of you is none of your business. It's important so to hear. So I think you guys, both of you have figured that out through high school. Um, but that, as you get older in your 20s, your 20s are going to be rough. They're gonna be a lot of fun, but yeah. it's like middle school all over. Again. Yeah, I, mean, I like it is. I, I thought it was more fun. You don't know who you are. Yeah. I mean, you're like starting in middle school where you just don't know the, anybody around you. And yeah, so you know, like, all uh, I've heard is like twenties are the best. They are fun, but like, like who you are is still developing, mm -hmm. and so to Bernadette's point, you're gonna have a lot of people that will be like, "Who do you think you are?" You know, you still have a lot to learn, and um, but staying true to yourself, and 
and being comfortable with the fact that, you know what, what other people think of me is really none of my business. Yeah. Um, a lot of times throughout my career, I've had to do and ask people for feedback, be it like professional feedback, personal feedback. And some of the feedback I would get would be would be like, wow. It, and I, I still remember it. Um, at one point, I was a young mom working, and some of my managers were females who had no family. They were married but did not have children. And some of their feedback would be like, well, you know, you're, you're, you're just a mom. And at work, obviously, I still remember it. Um, at work, it was like, okay, what, what am I doing that, you know what I mean, that's somehow, you know, getting in the way of my professional career with being a mom. And, of course, I go, I talk to my mom about it, and she's like, oh, my goodness, they're setting you back, you know, 40, 50 years, and don't, you don't listen to them. And I, from that moment yeah. on, I guess, thinking about this professional development, I had to kind of remind myself, you know what? What other people think of me is really none of my business. And, and, and being, a, being okay with that and knowing that my path, be it professionally or personally, was mine um, and what others thought of me, it, it didn't really matter. That's so funny because my third one was exactly what your mom said. It was, <laughs> you should not care what other people think about you. I know we do. We, do. we want people to like us, but it, it should not deter what we want to do or who we want to be or how we want to act for fear of what someone is going to think about us. I know your sister is probably... Um, one of the worst ones for that because she can be paralyzed for wearing what somebody will think about her or how she looks, mm -hmm. you know, and I wouldn't want that. I want you to dress the way you want to dress yeah. and put your best foot forward and not be afraid what somebody else is going to think because when you're smart and you're assertive, people think that you're arrogant as a woman, mm -hmm. I think, when you're like that, right? But yeah. you can get away with it as a man. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like what I always say yeah. about the DECA thing when we were voting for state yeah. officers, and there's this one girl who was running for one of the positions, and I was with two other kids from my school, and they were like, oh, we can't stand her. Like, she's so, like, overconfident and just thinks that she knows everything. And I'm like, no, she just knows what she wants. Yeah. And she's going to go get that. So mm -hmm. I was like, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. And I think as females, you should be champions for people like that. Like you said, I, I see it a lot too. And, and professional settings where you know the women are called the b-word i hate that i um, hate that because they're assertive and, and confident mm -hmm. and it, it's almost like you know you can kind of get stigmatized a little bit and and men feel that way towards the women too if if they come on a little strong so i, I think there is a balance in that. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be the B word. You don't want to people to think that you're so overly conf confident you're unapproachable. Um, but find that balance. Stay true to yourself. Um, another thing that I've found, too, is smile a mm -hmm. lot. You can be strong and confident and smile. And that helps. Um, it helps a lot when you're presenting, when you're talking one-on-one -on -one with somebody. Eye contact is really important. Um, I know I get on with my kids about a strong handshake <laughs> and look them in the eye. Um, those, those are just little things, but, you know, being a woman, sometimes you have to 
kind of keep all that stuff, <laughs> spin all yeah. those plates and keep all those things in mind. No, and I feel like doors open for you when you <laughs> smile and are positive. But one thing that my grandmother always told me that to this day I remember is when you see somebody, you always compliment them. Oh, you mm. look great. Oh, you know, it was, oh, I love your earrings. Oh, just say something a little positive because it sets things on. Mm-hmm. The right track, yeah. yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. And I work with a ton of people that are very different. On a, you know, every day I'm working with different nurses, and I always try to go in and say, "Good morning." Oh, I love your eyeglass. You know, I just say something positive to kind of start the day because I might not know who they are, but this might set a better tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For moving forward for that day when it's really busy, you know. Or I try to bring a treat. As you know, I do that a lot at work. I'll bring a treat just to, I don't know, to kind of like. Yeah smooth things over like we're going to be working 12 hours together we don't really know each other but here's we're a team and you're all people yeah right you and you guys go to school and imagine engineering school or whatever you know path it's going to be competitive um and like you said just realizing at the end of the day we're all people and trying to find what's that connective piece be it a treat yeah. Or um, your hair looks pretty today, or right, like your glasses. Right. Or, um, but and I don't, I don't feel like yeah. men do that. Like they, they are, they're not like that. And if you girls are going into STEM fields, it's a male-dominated field, and I worry about that because um, I feel like I'm a role model. I, I was, I'm an engineer. My mom is an engineer. We fought for women in engineering, and ultimately, I left because I didn't feel like there was a place for me there. It was very male-dominated. There was no other female engineers. I was constantly feeling like they didn't feel I was smart enough, but I was. Mm-hmm. I have the same degree. I'm writing the same studies. I'm doing the same things. But again, I wasn't. I didn't have enough confidence in myself because you're in your 20s, right. right? You just don't have that, and you feel like you just you you just don't feel like you're good enough. And I just hope things are changing in engineering that you know you all take that confidence and you stay there and you stay the course and you become the you know the higher ups in the engineering company yeah show them that you know we're women we've earned this right to do this we're just as smart as you are we can vote we can go to college and we can also be moms like we can do it all (laughs) I think with yeah as you were saying all that I think too it's important for you guys to find advocates find your people Mm -hmm. find your circle of people who not only feed you kind of keep you feel supported but make you better is in, in y'all's friendships I know Olivia you and I've talked about this before but like at the end of the night or you go out with friends at the end of that time with those friends do you feel better about yourself or do you feel worse and we've all had that where you've like you've gone out and done something or you've been around a group of people and at the end like you're like man I feel I feel heavy I feel ugh. or do you come home and you feel energized I had a great time you know or when you go to college again, you're going to meet so that many so true, d- really. different people. Find the people mm-hmm. who make you better, right? Who, who kind of help you think a different way or expose you to mm-hmm. doing new things that you never had a chance to do, like hiking or biking. Or um, I know when you guys were little, you guys were going on all these little adventures. It was <laughs> just always woods. so fun. I, yeah. I, I remember like, that. You'd be gone yeah. like two hours backwoods. Yeah, I was writing they? about that for my Dartmouth yeah. I forgot about that. So, they, uh, find your people, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you'll... I love that you two circled back to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that you started out, and you basically have a very similar core value system, which I think is what pulls people together. You know, you don't let the craziness 
yeah. affect you. Yeah. Isn't that true? It though? is very true. It is. And it's rare right. at this age. I mean, there's so many distractions in high school, too, yeah. with all keep, the stuff keep that, that goes on. Keep that with you in college, for sure. Right. I feel like your core value system pulls you through life. I really do. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you're the little person sitting on your shoulder. Is this right? Yes, it is. Yeah. That's your gut. You follow mine's your right gut. here. Yours right. might be right there. Mine's right, right here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Did you write about our stick? And you're, and not, about, not specifically about the stick, but just about how I'm sure she was nervous all the time when we were just roaming around, and she was like, where are they? Like, when are they coming back? You know, I never worried. I really, really didn't. I'm not, I'm like, I'm a worrier, but I'm not a worrier like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. as long as you're out there having fun with somebody, buddy system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm a big, a big buddy system thing. I'd fight off any kidnappers yeah. for you. Basically, Mom, yeah. me and Riley, I'm like, when was it? It was a, like, like fifth fourth grade, grade or fifth grade. Yeah. We, like, found this huge stick, and we were, like, going to use it as, like, the center of our fort. And so we put, like, mud and sand and dirt and rocks and, like, holding it up. And it stayed up for, like, a good... we spent literally the whole time like three, putting the stick in yeah, instead of actually Yeah, we dug, like, a huge hole, yeah. put the stick sure in, and then, like, made it stay. And it stayed up for, like, a good It like, literally five stayed up years. for, like, multiple hurricanes. Yeah. And, and then... Like, trees came down around it. And then I think a tree fell on down. it yeah. or something. And it, like... That's eventually... Yeah. So we could have a good foundation, right? Yeah. Now. Exactly. <laughs> so now you could write about it as a symbol. Hey, maybe I should. That's a good idea. <laughs> you don't have any more? I have one more. Okay. Do not peak in high school. <laughs> Do not peak? Oh, oh, that's all. I wouldn't have even thought of that. That's I thought you meant, like, peak, like, so as sad. in It's P-E. so true. That's what the stereotypical, the um, high school football player, right, exactly. Yes. yes. You're not, that's not possible for you two. Mm -mm. (laughs) I already know that. But yeah, your your dad says that a lot. Like, the people that put you down in high school tend to be the ones that feel like they peaked in high school. And they never amounted to anything when you see them, whatever, 20 or 30 years. And circling back to mine is you only have one light. So live it. Enjoy it. Take, Take risks. Have fun. You know, nothing illegal or anything like yeah. that, of course. Like, that's not how I am, and you know that. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. I've never been that type of person, and I've always been the life of the party. Like, I always have a lot of fun, you know? Um, you can go out and go dancing, and you don't have to be drunk. I can be the designated driver, you know? I'll make sure you get home okay, but be that person that goes out and has fun and brings friends with you and includes everybody. I've always said that the more the merrier, right? Don't leave anybody out. Yeah, and we said that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Work. I think I carry that same thing. Yeah, and then circling back to your to friendships too, because our friends tend to change over time, and um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you still have to give them grace, right? Yeah, yeah. you're gonna have different seasons in mm-hmm. life. We all we all continue to have different seasons in life, mm-hmm. but again, just um, I think find your people. And like you've said about some of your your friends, many of your friends, you're like, you know, so-and-so is just a good friend because I can just pick up, we just pick up where we left off. Those those are your people. Um, you know, where you just, you kind of have that, that common, like you're saying, common value system mm-hmm. and common interests and you can just pick up where you left off. Those are good. Especially when you go away to college and come home yeah. and things like that. That'll be fun because people are going to change. You know, they're going to go away to school and come back and be like, you know, so-and-so is just different now. That's okay. They're just in a different season. 
And I still, I love this Facebook thing. I mean, I wasn't on it for like a long time, but I have a lot of friends from high, I mean, I had a really small high school. There was only 30 kids in my graduating class and I'm Facebook friends with a lot of these people. So it's kind of nice to see how everybody's life turned out, you know. Last year when I wanted to get Riley a camera um, for Christmas, did I tell you this? I um, texted Dave Budd, who's a professional Mm -hmm. photographer that I went to school with and lives in Colorado. And I was like, hey, I want to get my daughter her very first camera. And he gave me a list of five cameras to look at. And then I was like, what about this candy? He goes, that's an excellent first camera. And I went and bought the camera. That was my high school friend. You know? So, so yeah, that's an example of Don't Knock Till You Try It. Because she used to always hate on Facebook before she got it. I did. I was not on. I, I don't like this I'm not a social media person I don't at need all. It. Now she loves it. Now I do. Now I like it as just to stay to connect. connected to yeah. people that I can't. Especially leaving Florida, which, you know, all of our mm. friends are there. And we still have friends that aren't on Facebook. You yeah. know, like the Metcalfs. So. Yeah. It's been hard. I'm like, please get on Facebook. I want to see the kids. <laughs> so that's what I like it for. I like staying connected to them just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we just saw Sean. Um, he's a friend from the military from back in Seattle in 1994. And I hadn't seen him in seven years. And it was just like we had, it was like yesterday. Yeah. We're all giggling. We had such a great time. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a good, good example of like, there's all these things out there. Facebook, Instagram podcasts, um, you know, I guess knowing the, the right way to use all mm-hmm. these tools, because um, you're probably going to see, as we all see, there are lots of bad ways to use all these tools, um, and that's probably just going to continue to grow as technology evolves and things like that. Yeah, and just remember it's going to follow you forever, as we know, yeah. and these admissions counselors are checking out your Facebook pages or your Instagrams or whatever if they think that you know, your material for their school or for their cheer team or for whatever sport you want to be yeah, in. We so. do it at work. Yeah. You know, they will check. They'll hire, they'll look at your, you know, Instagram your political views. I mean, I, I don't post anything about any of that. I just stay very neutral. I don't even try to comment on political views because you don't know who you're going to work for and what their specific views are. And I guess misconstrued. It does. It really does. Yeah. I think one thing, circling back to what you guys were saying earlier with, like, not caring what people think, I think one thing that a lot of kids struggle with now, though, is that we say, like, you shouldn't care what people think, but then we also talked about sort of being likable and how important Mm -hmm. that can be, especially as a woman, and doing all the things, complimenting people, bringing treats, and Mm -hmm. smiling at them, and that's all components of being likable, and that Mm -hmm. shows that it really does matter, honestly, what people think, especially being a girl, like a lot of times men maybe don't have to do that when they already have this place in this field, but girls have to prove their place by mm-hmm. it's true. being yeah. likable. So I don't know. Do you have any advice but, on that? Yeah, but that's 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 who that's who Bernard, that's who your mom is too, you know. Like I've always known you to be the person that's easy to talk to and um, so I think what you're saying is you do those things to be relatable, but it's also true to who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if somebody doesn't like me, it's going to hurt my feelings. But as a, as you get older, you learn that there's nothing you can do about it. Right. So, and it's not, really not going to change. Like, am I going to, ch- I mean, I can't, am I going to change my hair because somebody doesn't like my hair? Yeah. Right. No. Right. It, it is what, it, you are the way you are. That's you. That's what makes you uniquely you. So, if somebody doesn't like you, not, my mom always said this to me when I was a kid, not everyone's going to like you. And, and God is going to keep putting these same people in front of you until you get it right, meaning that you need to learn how to interact with people that don't like you or that are very difficult. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be somebody like that in every job. And you hear my stories all the time coming on recently. It's been, you know, management changes and there's a different style and they're very difficult or they're abrupt or something like that. So, yeah, being adaptable, relatable, adaptable. Like you said, there's going to, where I work, they actually do a study. It's kind of some of these behavioral studies. I don't know if Jim's done it yet. Oh, gosh, I want him to do it. He's so bad at this. I haven't done it yet, but um, they they measure kind of like what your high energy is. And people have told me mine is a yellow, which means friendly, um, like a I'll come into a meeting asking about your weekend See, or how the kids yeah, are because yeah. I want to know you as a person. Right. But apparently my boss is a red, which is um, direct to the point, there to get a job done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I go into a meeting with someone who's a red, it's important for me to know, probably not to ask about his weekend, mm-hmm. but if the meeting is about Project A, get right to the point about Project A and, and what we need to do, because that's how he's wired. Um, now, is it important for him to know that I'm a yellow? Probably, mm-hmm. because I would appreciate if he asked me about my weekend and my family. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a give and take, especially in the yeah. workplace. Um, but that's just an example of, I think, having being adaptable to your, to your situation and your circumstance and who you're talking to. Um, or working with oh, is, gosh. Important, is important. I, I totally, to I agree with that so much. Yeah, definitely. And it is a lot to do with reading the room, mm-hmm. you know, because you just don't know, especially if it's somebody that you've never met before. But your dad is a perfect example of an A. Your dad wants to get right yeah. to the point. Don't waste my time. If you have nothing important to say, don't say it. You know? <laughs> I can see, yeah, I can see that. He's very <laughs> yeah. easy. And he's, he's very he's a man of very few words, yeah. and he's a very good listener, you know. But he does not like to waste his time. Yeah, yeah. he's not the small talk. He is not yeah. a small talker at all. Yeah. All my friends always are like, "Oh, your dad is so quiet," and I'm like, "He's not really quiet. He just only talks on things that he knows a lot about. <laughs> if you get him talking about those, he will not shut up. But until yeah. then, but you're right. You're very yeah. That's that's a really good point. Yeah. Definitely. And I think as women, we're better. We are better at reading rooms than men are. Like that's our natural talent as women. I don't know what my color is. Though. I know. I kind of oh. want to take it. I'll find out if I can get a home version for us yeah. to take. Send the link. It's like I always like my personality tests. I like to find out what other people's are because mm-hmm. I feel like it helps kind of know that little bit about somebody, so that you can kind of know what you're working with. Mm-hmm. And adapt to them better. And that was one of my other pieces of advice for you guys is to, um, when you're in a situation that you're struggling with, give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, Positive rather than negative. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, you've always, we've all heard the same, you know, walk in someone else's shoes. And um, yeah. there's just been a, a lot of circumstances, situations over the years where if I had known what was going on in that person's life or situation, it would have, for me to give the benefit of that, like, eh, maybe they're having a bad day, or maybe, you know, their husband is sick, or maybe their, you know, child is really sure. You know what I mean? There's there's lots of things going on in everybody's world. Um, and if somebody comes off bad or, you know, rude, oh, or, so it yeah. really most likely has nothing to do with you. It's something going on with that person. 
and just to give a little bit of grace. Right, yeah, and, and it's, it is hard, too, yeah. because when you're in the thick of it and it's a really bad mm-hmm. day because of the way someone's treating you, it's hard to give them that grace. Yeah. But you're right, you do need to. I mean, I've been there before where I've been really short with people that are working with me, and I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. I feel so bad. I have to bake extra tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I must bring treats. <laughs> Riley, make a batch of your I'm so sorry. Work. One of the nurses called me out on a Wednesday, and I really have a lot of respect for her. Like, I walked into work, and it was just a ton of patients waiting to be seen. And, you know, I said I was just... I said something that was a little on the condescending side. I don't even remember what I said. And and we were just super, super slammed. And then she comes back an hour later and she goes, I think you and I need to start over. Let's reset the clock. And I was like, you know, you're right. I'm sorry. Hmm. And it took a lot for her to, I mean, because yeah. she's technically working for me. And I was, I was a little abrupt with her, you know, because everything was just messed up when I got there. But she did that, and we had to work 12 hours together, and I, I was like, I have, I have a lot of respect for her. It's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. And she did it, and it reset us. Mm. So I like that she did that. Yeah. And she did that because... We had to work together, yeah. and she could see that, and she yeah. could see my stress. Like, I have a lot of patients to mm-hmm. see, and things were not running how they should, but she took that minute, and she's young, and she did that. And I was, I was like, mm-hmm. this is a 25-year-old girl... Tell my 55-year-old, let's reset. I'm like, mm-hmm. kudos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good for her. No, really. Mm-hmm. Kudos. I still want to go up to her and I want to say, hey, I'm sorry I was such a B-I-T-C-H that day because I was. But you reset me. Thank you. And chances are she's probably had a bad day and she knew in order Maybe to get things did that to set her. Yeah. That, okay, if I just go ahead and put this out there, it'll kind of yeah. right the ship a little bit. And kudos, I have to just give a shout out if anyone's got a mom that's a nurse out there. It is a really hard, hard, hard job. Really hard. Really, really hard. They have to do a lot. They work really hard. So I'm glad I'm not a nurse. <laughs> Sorry. All the future nurses out mm-hmm. there. It's really hard. Literally all They work so hard. I know. Summer didn't want, I, t- I tried to talk her into going to nursing school because I just thought it was, you know, you have a job coming out. Yeah. yeah always have a job you always need nurses but they have a very thankless job kind of like a mom you know yeah it's very difficult it's a needed needed mm-hmm. profession that and teachers teachers you know, teachers gotta have, a, have a heart yeah you do for it. thank you for your yeah, advice it was all very good yeah. Yeah. Very wise. <laughs> i know We're you have more to started. say go for it we'd love to hear <laughs> yeah everything's been great this is gonna be the easiest episode i've ever had to yeah. assimilate all of this if you can so can we sum up? Yeah, say sum yes. Up. Let's say yes up. more than no. Yes and rather than no. Um, what others think of you doesn't is none of your business. You have one life, no regrets. Follow your gut. Mm, definitely. Be safe, buddy system. <laughs> Put that out there. And find your people. And keep your people. Find your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Keep them close. And I think that's like... I mean, I remember a couple episodes ago, we were like, where are the overalls? That was like our saying yeah. episode. And we were Find your overall about, people. Yeah, and I think that comes with not caring what people think, is not caring enough so that you can do your own thing, and then you find your people through that. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. And that's good advice as all of our friends and us go off to college. Yeah. and Because I know, like... How to find how to find the people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. nobody wants to just be stuck in high school. Everybody wants to branch out a bit, but I mm-hmm. think, me included, is scared that you'll get involved with the wrong people. But, like, if you just stick to you, I don't think you'll 
You'll find the wrong people. Right, I feel like if you keep doing the activities that you love to do, you'll find the people that love to do the same activities while you're doing them, and they will become your people. Mm-hmm. Even if it's as simple as going to your favorite coffee shop and mm-hmm. sitting down and doing your homework, or going on that hike, or walking around campus, or sitting by the lake, you'll find the people that are doing those things that you like to do. And then if that's not you, if your cup of tea is you're that girl that's going to be in the sorority and you're going to the parties, you're going to find that cup mm-hmm. of tea doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. So find your people that way. Yeah. You might yeah. even find a cute boy. Definitely. <laughs> I hope so. Coffee shop. Yeah, coffee shop. Or on a hike. Yeah. Yeah, and don't be afraid to ask a boy out. <laughs> Let's add that. Yeah. No, don't. If I did not like chase your dad a little bit, I don't know why he'd probably still be single to this day. <laughs> the poor man. Oh, Jim Miller. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I followed him around in college. Mm. He was intimidated by you. Pardon? Too scared to ask you out. He was intimidated by yeah, you. Yeah, Daddy you was. You were just so amazing. I was, wasn't I? <laughs> now he's stuck with me. Oh my hey, and you're stuck with him. So. That's true. Through all his snoring. yeah no it's really important to find a partner that supports you like I think that's the most important thing because you know when you find this guy you're all giddy and oh he's so cute and I just love him so much but in the long run you want someone that has the same value system as you Mm -hmm. you know if you believe in God and he believes I remember seeing your dad going to church every Sunday thinking and I was on my bike you know because I'm the biking team and I would see I'd be in my 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 riding line and regularly I would see your dad dressed up in a little dress shirt Mm -hmm. In a car, and I'm like, I wonder where he's going on Sunday morning. Nobody, no college kids. And then I found out he was going to church. And then on the weekends, I'd be like, Where's your dad going? He's not here on Saturday. And then I found out he had a boat. He was going fishing. I'm like, This is like stuff. This is not- before you were dating. Yeah, this is before. I was like, You know, you got to ask around. Our paths kept crossing. Like yes, that, so yes. The first time our paths crossed, we were doing a project for engineering, like. Like we said before, do you know, we were put together on a, like, not a fundraiser, but a project for not homeless people, but some kind of, you know, like Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. I remember your dad was painting. I remember he, he came up and I saw him and I'm like, oh, I wonder who he is, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how you see somebody that's in the same program as you or doing the same things as you, have the same value system as you. And don't take no for an answer. <laughs> Invite yourself along. That's what I did. Oh. <laughs> I heard you're going to a heart concert. Can I get a ride with you? That's how it all started. That's so great. That's, awesome. That's funny. Yeah. So don't be afraid to ask somebody else. I'm. A, I always say that, don't, don't I? Right? I'm like. Yeah. I'm always like, just do it. I've never taken the worst advice. I could. So I, when I, I went to counseling a long time ago because I have a crazy family, but the one, the one another, that's another yeah. podcast. But it, it really is. I mean, if you want to hear about bipolar and alcoholism and being abandoned, Aww. you just that's another podcast. But um, the one thing the counselor always said to me, and I hear it, is she taught me to say to myself, "What is the worst thing that can happen?" Mm-hmm. So when I am like wrapped up in my thought process and really worried, I say, "Okay, what's the worst thing that can happen?" And it could be about anything in life, like what if I didn't get into PA school? What if I didn't get that job? What if that's not my boyfriend? What if, what if, what if I couldn't pay my bill? What's the worst thing that could happen? So I always run through my mind, what's the worst thing that can happen? I answer that question, then I can move on. Because it really isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It never is that bad. So my car doesn't start, like this happens. My 15-year-old car with 200, it doesn't start, and I'm like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, I guess I'm going to have to buy a new car. <laughs> Well, let me try again. Oh, it starts. If you, I can get to work. Because the worst thing that could happen is I don't get to work on time. Really. 
And then it, it's, I got to call an Uber. And I have had my neighbor take me to work at Parkridge <laughs> one time, which was hilarious. But yeah, what's the worst thing that could happen? Well, thank y'all for coming and giving advice today. It was actually very helpful. Yeah, that was all good it? advice. Yeah, yeah, it was all really good. I didn't know you had so much good advice up there. For oh, me. gosh. <laughs> we don't have that. We're not done. Don't tell your sister. We can, have a part, <laughs> we can have a part two. Yeah. Yeah. You thinking. need to um, maybe have the dads. I know. I was yeah. Just that, that would be interesting. Oh, I would would be they'd be an one. interesting dynamic together, I feel like. Yeah, I think yeah. it would be really good, actually. Okay. Stay tuned for the dads <laughs> episode. <Steve and> <laughs>